Welcome to Covenant Connection with Pastor Gerald Ravis. We trust that this message will restore, refresh, and revive your spirit man. Here is Pastor Gerald speaking. Father God, may you receive our worship tonight as a sweet offering to you. Your word says, and the prayers of the righteous came like a sweet essence. Oh God, we give you praise. Let our prayers come to you as a sweet aroma. Let our worship come to you, Lord, as, oh God, we give you praise. Tonight, when you look at the face of the earth, may you find those that seek after you. Those that are hungry for your presence. We magnify you, Lord. We magnify you, Lord. God, glorify your name. Thank you for the lives that you're changing tonight. Thank you for the destinies that are being realigned. Thank you for the souls that you're delivering. I have been talking about prayer. Um, and for the last couple of weeks, we have been basically uh, delving into how we can go deeper in prayer. H how do we... We've been looking at the prayer life of Jesus. And the lessons we are learning is, how did Jesus pray and he saw results of his prayer? It is very frustrating when you're praying and... Uh, and I'm not saying when you're praying out of the will of God. I'm saying when you're praying in the will of God, but you can't see results. Scripture says that we pray and receive not because we pray amiss. Hallelujah. So God, in his word, is teaching us how to be on point in prayer. Hallelujah. Prayer that yields results. Of course, there's a season of waiting. But one of the things I have learned in prayer is that you must have a strategy. Because the enemy, Scripture says we, we don't war against flesh and blood, but we wrestle against... You're not reading your Bible. Uh-huh. Where are they found? In what? Not heaven. That one, you got it. Amen? Heavenly places. So heavenly places is not heaven. There are three heavens. There's the first heaven that is above the earth where the stars and the moon are. There's a second heaven. That second heaven is called heavenly places. It's a place of spiritual activity. When they want to bewitch you, when somebody does witchcraft to you, they affect the heavenly places. It's a place of spiritual activity. That's why they, the wizard will tell you, wake up at three, because that's a time when there's a lot of spiritual activity. Hallelujah. 
So you as a believer must not be sleeping at that time. And the Lord wakes you up at 3 o'clock. He's not telling you to go to the fridge or to warm the beans that stayed uh, over dinner. He's telling you, there is, I sense something in the spiritual atmosphere. It is time for you to wake up. Hallelujah. Amen. This whole business of, you know, uh, 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 people dying before their time and we say it was the will of God. I don't believe in that stuff. Hallelujah. I believe that God has given us the power to determine the course of things through prayer. Hallelujah. You see, when you become weak in prayer, you give excuses to everything. In this life, God has called and says, I have come that you may have life. When I gave my life to Jesus, I told God, the life that I left has to be, <laughs> there has to be a difference between the other life and this life. You can't come out of religion, you can't come out of obscurity and enter salvation and, 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 and live the same life. Where is the power of God to transform? Are you listening to me? Praise the Lord. You see, when we start to run ministry like an organization, it's good to have order, it's good to have systems, but when we kick the power that makes the church function out of a church, it ceases to be God's and it becomes ours. And when it is ours, my, 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 it is heavy. It is a burden. Pastor in New York City has been pastoring for 15 years, committed suicide. Why? Rich church, lot of money, gets a good salary. Depression was killing him. Preachers to masses, people are happy, they're excited. He goes home and he's battling with stuff. Because church has become a show, place of show. Atmosphere. Hey, let me tell you, there's no atmosphere that can replace the presence of God. Hallelujah. It, it doesn't matter how nice the lights, whatever. The presence of God, the church in the early days was very effective because the power of God was evident. Bible says they brought the sick and the sick were healed. Hallelujah. That means in our services, the sick must be healed. They brought the, de the dead and they were raised to life. The power. Somebody shout the power. Oh, prayer. Hallelujah. So what does it say? So night of prayer is prayer to give birth to your destiny and the will of God in your life. Hallelujah. Nato prayer is travailing prayer. Laboring prayer to give birth to the dream which you conceived and have carried. Hallelujah. There is a difference between the plan of God and the will of God. Hello? There is a difference between the plan of God and the will. I'll explain that to you another day. Today I'm talking about Nato prayer. Praise the Lord. Okay, let me help you. Praise the Lord. Let me help you. Write it down. Write this down. The plan of God pertains to the ages. Hallelujah. Pertains to the ages. Will always come to pass. That's the plan of God. In other words... The things God has 
I mean, in his plan, in the ages to come, they shall be manifested. But the will of God for a person may not necessarily manifest. Why? Because God requires that we cooperate with him. Many people are not walking in the will of God because they've not given birth to it. Hello? Are you with me? They are carrying dreams and words in their spirits like a pregnant woman, but they have not yet... Eh? They have the baby, but the baby has not come out. So you now understand what the plan of God and the will of God is? The will of God for your life is written in the word. That everything spoken of in this word is fulfilled in your life. That is the will of God. That the dream of God, when God created you, he wired you with certain abilities that only you have. There is no other person, it doesn't matter how they look like, uh, they, they probably look like you, same nose, same eyes, whatever. But you are different. Because when God created you, there are certain things that he gave you. That's why when you don't fulfill your dream in this age, you have missed the will of God for your life. There are many people who have died. <laughs> Let me also tell you, success according to the world does not mean success according to God. You can gain everything according to the world standards, but miss the thing that God planned that you do in this life before you go home. Are we together? So the reason we pray is to actuate, is to give birth to that will in our lives. There are some that have found it early at 20. There are some that have found it early at 19 or 18 or 30, 40. I told you, never live your life when you have nothing that wakes you up in the middle of the night that keeps you awake, something that burdens your heart, something that you're passionate about. Usually passion is tied to the calling of God for your life. Hello? If you just live, you sleep at 6, wake up at 10 or 8, and nothing keeps you up in the night to say, God, I am waiting on you. I am contending for this. You need to go back today and beg God. Hallelujah. Do what? To help you. You can't live life like that. You can never. You make all the money. You go to the nice places. But there will still be a void. Hallelujah. A hole in your heart, in your life, that is not filled. Hello? Hello? Praise the Lord. Tell your neighbor it's not too late. Tell them it's not too late. So let's go. Let's go. Giving birth to a dream. Let's see. Let's go to Luke chapter 22. Verse 41 to 44. The story of Jesus traveling. Why? 
because he's giving birth hey, to something. Yes, Claire, read for me. Luke 22, 41 to 44. Uh -huh. It says, he shall see the travail of his soul and shall be satisfied. Hallelujah. He shall see the what? The travail of his soul and he shall be satisfied. In other words, in, in when, you, when your soul travails, you find satisfaction. Hallelujah. Your dream is when you're giving birth. In the Old Testament, I'm going to show you the portion, the the the, 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 the what is that? What's the word? When, I, when, when, when Elijah was praying for the rain, the Bible says he put his head between his legs. Those of you who have read the Old Testament narrative, that is the way women postured when they were giving birth. Are you listening to me? Are you listening to me? These days it is different. I don't want to go there. So, Elijah was putting himself in a position of giving birth to something. This is what I told you on Wednesday. I said, when you're giving birth to your dream, there is pain involved. It's not going to come easy. When you're giving birth to a ministry that God has placed in your heart, it's not going to come easy. Actually, most times it's not going to come easy. Watch out for things that come so easy. I have a friend of mine who he inherited the father's church. Nice church. I preached for him. And two years ago, the church almost fell apart. Why? Because when he entered ministry, the father had done everything for him. So he just came and he was functioning. And ministers, please hear me. He was functioning on the gift. The gift only, without the anointing, without traveling. You produce no more results. Hallelujah. And one time I told him, I said, you know what? And I said, you need to separate yourself and seek God. So that God can give you direction on where he wants you. Yes, your father has left a legacy. He's, he built the ministry, a successful ministry. But you see, a time comes... When your father's grace is no longer available. Are you with me? Where you, you, because there's unlimited graces. Praise the Lord. Grace is unmerited favor. Hallelujah. And how does it come to your life? It comes when you seek the face of God. I told him, I said, you know what? You need to separate yourself. He went to Bible school. He is a powerful orator, speaks good English. And, you know, he has this. I said, you know, a, a time comes where uh, your words don't make sense anymore. Praise the Lord. This Bible says it's the spirit of a man that sustains him <laughs> in times of weaknesses. It's the spirit that rests on a man. Hallelujah. 
It's a spirit that rested on Ezekiel and led him. It's not the devil. It is God. The Bible says, and the Lord, the spirit of God, led Ezekiel to the valley of dry. So the spirit of God can lead you to a valley of dryness. The spirit of God can lead you to a place where you, you, you just don't understand how am I going to get out of this. And yet he's the one who says, I know the end from the beginning. In other words, what was he saying? He says, because the spirit led you there, the spirit will sustain you there. And when he began to speak the spiritual language, sins became bones, dry bones, received flesh. Hallelujah. Now, now, now imagine he's, he's, you are in a quiet place. Desert land. The spirit of a man. Praise the Lord. The spirit of a man. A time comes when you are, whether you're the boss, you're seated in the office. And, and you know, when I used to work in the corporate world and I am managing people, a time comes when things are just impossible. Where you as the manager, you need to retreat. Hallelujah. You need to stop going for coffee breaks. Hallelujah. You need to stop ordering for ginats and tea with tangawizi. And then you go in a separate room and say, God, may you give me direction. These days, the enemy doesn't only use non-believers. He uses believers. One time I worked for a company. <laughs> Let me tell you. The things that are happening in Christian organizations. And, and people... Because the boss, I remember the CEO was leaving the country. He was an American businessman. So he said, I'm going to be away for a long time. And uh, I have, I've been praying. This is a Christian organization. I've been praying. And the Lord has told me to uh, appoint this man to head this organization until I come back. <laughs> war. <laughs> and war did not only break out in the office, it also broke out at home. The demons started attacking my children, started attacking my wife, attacking my parents. Why? Because there is wars. It is warfare. Praise the Lord. There are certain yokes that cannot be broken only by prayer. Hallelujah. The reason why David writes the Psalms and they communicate to him is because everything he writes, he experienced it. I look to the hills. Where hence does my help come from? My help comes from the, the creator of heaven and earth. My, why are you so downcast, my soul? There came a time when David did understand why are things happening the way they're happening. He had to encourage himself in the Lord. Praise the Lord. Giving birth. Jesus agonized in prayer because he was travailing in intercession to see souls justified. He was agonizing and travailing in prayer for the will of God to be accomplished. Bible says, being in agony, he prayed more earnestly. Isaiah chapter 26 and verse 17, write it down. Listen to what it says. Like a woman 
with child that draweth near the time of her deliveries in pain and cries out in her pangs, so have we been in thy sight, O Lord. There is a child. There is a destiny. Are you with me? There is a destiny. Come, my people. Enter thou into thy chambers. Shut the doors about thee. Hide thyself, as it were, for a little moment until the indignation be overpassed. Until the reproach leaves your house. Until the things that are tormenting your family have gone. Hallelujah. First Peter chapter 5 and verse 10. What does it say? It says, after you have suffered a little while, the God of all grace shall do what? Perfect, establish, and settle. Hallelujah. So the establishment, the perfection, and the settlement does not come until you have travailed. Hello? The travailing is in prayer. And most times it is agonizing. It is not cheap. It's not easy. That's why pay the price now. Are you with me? Pay the price. The price I'm saying is not going to the cross. Obedience. The price that God requires for every one of us is obedience. Tell your neighbor obedience. Ask them, will you obey? Will you heed the voice of God? Some of you, God has ordained you in your family as the high priest. Hello? Do you know the high priest's role? Is to intercede on behalf of the brethren. That's why you see, when you become weak in prayer, things in the family go amiss. When you become weak in your submission to God, things don't work out. People whose jobs, they are untimely, eh? you know, the, the premature deaths that happen in the family. Why? Because the high priest is sleeping. The high priest is taking tasca, tasca what? mold, the one with the ice. Hallelujah. The high priest has forsaken the altar. What do you expect? When the high priest in the Old Testament forsook the altar, things went amiss. There is, uh, these boys, uh, the sons of Eli, uh, Hophni and who? Are, they, are those the names? Phinehas, are those the names? Huh? Have you read your Bible well? When the high priest left the altar, they started doing everything. They, 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 they profaned the name of God. They would collect the offering at the altar and they would distribute the money among themselves even before the service ends. Hallelujah. They would bring women on the altar and they sleep with them. It's in the Bible. And the anger of the Lord grew. Why? When the high priest forsakes the altar, things go 
God is calling us back to the ministry of prayer. God is calling us the ministry of seeking his face. God is calling us back to the place of contending for our harvest. Hallelujah. You need to stand in the gap. Tell your neighbor, you need to stand in the gap. And I prophesy in this season of depth that God will cause, ah, the scripture says he is going to transfer the wealth of the wicked to the hands of the righteous. You know what that means? Even if you're buying, you will buy at almost no zero price. Praise the Lord. Why? Because the Lord has already gone before you. There are people that God is talking to, to do certain things for you. But you won't hear, you won't know until you position yourself rightly. But when you position yourself to give birth to God's will for your life as a woman with child, okay. I wrote something down. The plan of God as it pertains to the ages will always come to pass. But the will of God for a person may not necessarily manifest because it needs the cooperation of the individual. Are you with me? So you must participate. Isaiah 37 and verse 3. This is what it says. This day is a day of trouble and of rebuke and of blasphemy. For the children are come to the bus. And there is not strength to bring forth. So there comes a time when you must give birth to something. There comes a time when you... But when you don't have the strength to... There's a problem, isn't it? There is... So the strength I'm talking about is the strength we receive in a place of prayer. So that when the time comes, because there's going to come a time in your life when you must give birth to your spiritual destiny. Shall he, this is God saying through Isaiah, he says, shall I bring you to a place of giving birth? Then I don't cause you to bring forth. Hello? Shall I bring you to a place of giving birth? Then I just watch. No, that's not the kind of God we serve. He is faithful to the end. That means he's going to bring you to a place of giving birth and you will surely bring forth. How many of you want to bring forth tonight? Put up your hand. Let me see you. Rise up on your feet in the name of Jesus. I don't know what it is that you want to birth in the spirit. But I know that there is grace to bring forth. I give you praise, O God. Let me hear prayer. Begin to pray, child of God. Thank you for listening to Covenant Connection with Pastor Gerald Ravis. Write to us and let us know how this message has impacted your life. You can email us, Bethel Covenant Fellowship at gmail.com or 
visit our Facebook Bethel Covenant Connection and leave us your testimony. We wish you God's best on this journey of faith. God bless you.